stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. And welcome to the show. This is your host, Joyce Bender, on Disability Matters. And I am always so excited to be on this show talking about quality of life for people with disabilities. But most importantly, I love the people that follow this show. I have great listeners that follow this show, and I want you to know how much that means to me. I really do appreciate it. Today, you're going to love our show. We have a very special guest. Her name is Jenna Martin, a woman working hard to improve life for people with disabilities. She is the director of One Economy Corporation in San Francisco. Jenna, it is a pleasure to have you with us. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Joyce. I am delighted to be here. Well, we're delighted to have you, and for our listeners throughout the world, first, would you tell us how you first became involved in the disability community? Sure. So, actually, my experience with disabilities in general began as a child. I was diagnosed with benign Rolandic epilepsy at the age of seven, and it had a a sincerely significant impact on my life and, and really led to my work as an advocate for people with disabilities, both as a clinical psychologist working with families and children and adults with disabilities, ranging from autism, ADHD, bipolar disorder, epilepsy, Parkinson's. I, I've kind of spanned the gamut in my clinical work and then also in the communications realm as a journalist, where I um, actually was a very strong advocate for people with disabilities and brought disability to the forefront throughout Colorado, and then also as an online content developer, as senior editor for epilepsy.com, as a consultant for NYU Comprehensive Epilepsy Center, as well as for the Michael J. Fox Foundation, and again at Cisco Systems, where um, I was a disability advocate for the Inclusion and Diversity Global Team. So I'd have to say that my involvement in the disability community has spanned my entire lifetime for the most part. Wow. You, have, you live it, and you're involved with so many people across the board, which I think is really awesome. You know, I do have a question for you here. What made you decide to become an advocate, Jenna? In other words, there are people in life that have disabilities, but they don't always think to give back the way you did. Why do you think that you decided to do that? Well, I think living something really can, it can produce one of two results. You can become more desensitized and closed off to other people because of, kind of the trauma of it, or you can become more involved and more connected to people around you and have a greater level of compassion. And I think that my compassion has only grown over the years with the experience that that I have had living with a disability as a child and being fortunate enough to not have epilepsy anymore and realizing what a lucky person I am. 
um, and watching others around me with disabilities. I mean, family members, you know, uh, significant others. I mean, it's just, you know, disability affects everyone. And it's my personal mission to continue to advocate because I do know that and I have lived it. Now, that is really awesome of you. Now, Jenna, you work for One Economy Corporation, which works to help people with disabilities move into the mainstream by using technology. How do they do that? That's a great question. So One Economy Corporation is a global nonprofit, and our mission is bring technology to underserved people across the globe. We do actually have a global presence in South Africa and Turkey and, and across the United States and Europe. And so it's, it's an incredible organization that understands how people really have no choice. They need to be in the economic mainstream, and the way to do that is through technology. And we're in communities every day all over the globe working in various capacities to train and educate people of all ages on how to use technology to live their best lives. So we employ a three-pronged approach. We, have, we provide access to the technology by hardwiring people's homes and local affordable housing communities. And also we have a digital connector program, which is a youth technology program where youth in different communities can become technology ambassadors. Many of them actually have disabilities, and we've had quite success with people in the digital connector program with disabilities training other people in the community how to use technology, whether it's learning what is a hard drive, like the basics of how to actually get onto a computer, or it's, um, it's training them how to, you know, create video content. So we actually have a very elaborate educational component in the, it, through the Digital Connector Program. Um, and, and we also have some other tangible ways that we're helping people with disabilities. For example, Economy joins with the Quad Para Association uh, to open a new center that actually provides disabled people computer and job training skills, and that's taking place in South Africa. And it's, it's just a really, and that's specifically for quadriplegic and paraplegic residents, but also for members of the public with disabilities in the South African region. Um, you know, and in my own personal experience, Joyce, I was recently doing a training in Oakland, California, and one of the residents confessed, it took a lot of courage, I thought, to confess that he was living with a traumatic brain injury from his time as a soldier recently. And, you know, his desire to learn, his desire to, to be a part of technology was so present and was so real and palpable. And you could tell, you know, that it was hard for him to admit that he was having a hard time moving a mouse around, but that he knew the value of it. So I think that's really one economy is kind of all over the map doing very valuable things to help people with disabilities in very tangible ways. Yeah, that is really amazing. Now, how many, you're located in California, right? Is that correct? Well, well, I'm located in California. We have an office in San Francisco, L.A. Our, um, Our original office is in D.C. Mm-hmm. So we're all over the place. We have an office in Chicago. You know, we have one in South Africa. So we're kind of all over the map, actually. Yeah, that that is really something. Uh, South Africa, do you have any idea how it started that you were there? You know, um, 
I wasn't there, but we have a very strong One Economy Global team leading that charge. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, that's been one of our key areas of development over the past several years. And we've actually, just to give you some numbers, we've actually brought in home access to more than 300,000 people across the globe. Um, you know, and we have at least 330,000 visitors to one of our main properties, uh, our web properties called the Beehive, on a monthly basis. So people are receptive. They want to learn. And, you know, people with disabilities who can't necessarily, you know, who need more non-traditional ways to engage in technology and in the economic mainstream can do that with One Economy's web properties and through our trainings. You know, if they need a flexible work schedule, um, you know, and they need the tools to learn how to do that, to learn how to actually work on the computer, that's what we're here for. Yeah, okay. Now, here's a question that I have from a listener for you from Philadelphia. And the question is, for someone that lives in a disadvantaged area, how do they do this? In other words, how do they get the laptop or computer in order to work with you? That's a really great question. So, you know, getting we have a, a program that you would apply to for the laptop. If it's a community that we're already engaged in, then there's, you know, a tangible way to get involved. Like if there's, um, you know, like if they live in an affordable housing community, mm-hmm. um, they can, you know, there's usually someone on the ground who can help facilitate that. Um, but I would encourage them to go to the oneeconomy.com. It's one-one-economy.com website and learn more. Um, I think that can definitely address more in-depth questions, and I'd be happy to connect the listener with resources to, you know, to, to find out more about how to get a computer because we do have computer purchase programs. Yeah. Okay. And I, and I could see how that would be an issue because I remember when I heard Alan Greenspan speak years ago and said in the future there would be the haves and the have-nots. And the have-nots would not be computer literate or would not have access to this. And right. you could see for people who are disadvantaged or in poverty, how they do need to be computer literate or have some way to use technology if they want to compete in the job market. So, you know, Thank I could, that, that is so important what you are doing. Thank you. And something also to keep in mind for the listeners, you know, if you don't have a computer, odds are your local library has a computer. Some one-stops, career one-stops are located across the country and they're free. And you can go there and get career counseling. You can go there and, and work with a vocational specialist. Um, there's a lot of resources available that people just don't know about. And if you can get onto the computer, the Beehive can actually help you create a resume. You know, you can build a budget. I mean, there's all of these really great tools that are out there. See, that's right there what the problem is, that sometimes people just are not educated. They don't know. That is such a great suggestion you made, Jenna, because, you know, if you're listening to this show, remember now, one stop. So all you have to do is ask anyone in your state, you know, where is there a one stop close to me, which you would think of possibly in the old days as an employment office, but at the one stop, if you go in there, there is no charge. There are computers for you to use, and they will work with you on uh, putting together a resume and finding a job. That is a great idea. 
in addition to the library, as you mentioned. Right. And sometimes, you know, there are a lot of other community uh, groups that do things like this, that, that provide computers for people to use that, that do not have the ability to use them. That's right. I know that there's community technology centers in the affordable housing units that we serve that have computers that are free. So if you're living in an affordable housing community, chances are there is a computer lab that you can go to and get online. Or some people live in, in apartment buildings that come with a computer lab. So, you know, it, it, try, to, try, to, try to leverage what you already have in your community. And sometimes churches and synagogues and religious organizations may know of free places to go. So that's another, um, another way to tap into resources in your community. And that is a great idea, and, and you know. And I always tell people with disabilities this now. I say, listen, don't wait, don't wait for like someone's going to knock on your door, find you a job, take care of you, do everything. Won't happen. You have to get out there. You have to make it happen on your own. You have to get out there. And this is a good example with this one corporation and what Jen is talking about today. You need to take the initiative. Get out there. Remember, no one will do it for you. And with that, we're going to go to break for a minute. Then we'll be right back with Jenna Martin, Western Bureau Director of Media Services for One Economy Corporation. Don't go away. You're listening to Choice Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters on voiceamerica.com. We'll be right back. Have you ever thought about having your own Internet talk show? Well, if you said yes, then click About Us. Then click Be a Host to get more information. Or just call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417. Say that again. 480-294-6417. VoiceAmerica.com. Mom? Dad? How long should I wait for you? Mom? If I'm at soccer practice. What if something happens? Will you come get me? There's no reason not to have a plan in case of a terrorist attack. Mom, if you're not home, should we go to the neighbor's house? And some extremely good reasons why you should. Can you tell me? Everybody should have a plan. Take five minutes to talk about where you'll meet and how you'll get in touch with each other in an emergency. For other things you can do to be prepared, visit www.ready.gov. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Homeland Security and the Ad Council. I'm Garcelle Beauvais-Nylon. When I played a DA on NYPD Blue, I got all the facts before trying a case. Yet many don't know the facts about epilepsy. There are two and a half million Americans with the condition, and one in ten Americans will have a seizure in their lifetime. People with epilepsy want to lead normal lives, but too many of us don't know what epilepsy is or what to do if someone has a seizure. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org or call 1-800-332-1000. VoiceAmerica.com If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. And welcome back. If you just joined us, 
We have as our guest today Miss Jenna Martin, Western Bureau Director of Media Services for One Economy Corporation. And we've been talking about technology and how people with disabilities, people who are disadvantaged, need to know about how to gain these resources because you need these resources for employment. And that's one thing I wanted to talk about right now. Jenna, what are some of the issues you believe that people with disabilities face that cause them to face such an incredibly high unemployment rate? I think that's actually a really powerful question. Um, I did a little bit of homework recently because I wanted to understand what some of the research was on this issue. And the National Council on Disability, I think they said it best in their report to the president in 2007, and they talk about the supply side and the demand side um, of the labor market and how on the supply side, some people with disabilities have extra costs associated with working, they have education or training gaps, and they have a need for flexible work arrangements. And on the demand side, employer discrimination and reluctance to hire is prevalent, as well as the fact that so many corporate cultures don't really have a disability-friendly environment, and they don't really understand reasonable accommodations. And so I think that people with disabilities face all of that. Um, you know, I have to say that I think, you know, many disabilities, people with disabilities are met with discrimination, and there's a lot of stigma. Um, I think the fear is that someone with a disability won't be able to perform, um, and I think that there's a sense that flexible working arrangements are also going to hinder productivity, which in fact they don't, um, and there's been research around that that supports that statement, and I think but those are the key barriers that, that people with disabilities face. And I think because of those, that's what leads to such a high unemployment rate amongst people with disabilities. And it's not because they don't want to work. And it's not because they're not invested or, you know, waiting for someone to give them a job. I know so many people with disabilities who are actively looking and trying so hard to break into, you know, the economic mainstream and having a very difficult time. Yeah, yeah, and I agree with so much of what you're saying because just today, I, you know, I had spoken with uh, a person that they tried to go on interview because of their uh, vision. When the company found out they were blind, did not want to talk to them. Then, just a few days ago, I spoke to a gentleman who told some executive search firm they loved him, he has a great background, all come in for an interview, and when he said he uses a wheelchair, and I mean this is going to be hard to believe that any recruiter would say this, but they said then don't bother. Don't bother coming in. I guess you've never heard of the Americas with Disabilities Act. I mean that is so horrifying to me. So, you know, whenever people get to the place in this country where they feel okay saying that, oh, my God, then what's going on behind the scenes with people that aren't saying it but are doing it? And, you know, that is just a terrible problem we have in this country. But once again, once again, I'll say this. If you sit back and wait, it won't change. Listen to me. 
You've got to get out there. You must get out there, network, educate, do things to help yourself, because if you don't, you will be left behind. That's why I think this is so important, what Jenna is talking about with the One Economy Corporation. And, Jenna, once again, what is your website? We have several, but our main corporate website is www.one-economy.com. And you know, I know it's very heartbreaking for you, Jenna, to hear that people say things like that, but I know you also know that you know, people with epilepsy face a very high unemployment. And as Jenna talked about, I am a woman with epilepsy. I'm living with epilepsy, and I'm going to tell you I'm very fortunate because medication has pretty much controlled my seizures. But there are those that have seizures every day. There are those that have hundreds every day. But so many people, soon as they find out they have a disability, they assume can't do the job. That's what we've got to break through. That's what we have to change, and it won't change until we have more people with disabilities in the workplace. That's the only thing that's going to help us. It can't be what Joyce Bender says. It has to be seeing it, seeing it right before your eyes. Jenna, do you believe that people with disabilities are left out of the employment equation because of poor training or poor education? And if so, what do you think we could do to improve that? I do indeed agree. I think... um... I think that what we need on a policy level, and not just the Americans with Disabilities Act, but we need more inclusion and diversity policies in place across the board. I think we need it in every organization from nonprofit to for-profit. And people need to understand that inclusion and diversity doesn't just encompass gender and race. You know, it encompasses the disability dimension. And I think that that needs to be a main focus. And as part of that focus, what we need to do is create trainings that accommodate people, various varying levels of disabilities. That's what we need. And I think that's where we need to move towards. And I think that we're starting to. I think, you know, a lot of companies, big companies, I know for a fact Cisco is, and, you know, is working very, very hard to be very mindful and to execute very their inclusion and diversity policies. They have a very strong telecommuting presence amongst their workers. Um, You know, I actually did a story with two men that were visually impaired who got the highest engineering certificates that they could get at Cisco, and both of them are visually impaired. And, you know, they're an inspiration to so many people within Cisco and to me because, you know, they proved there wasn't there weren't any tools at the time that they did it to help them study for the exam. They had to go out and find it. But because of technology, they were able to do that. And that's what we have to remember. It may not be easy. It may not be right there for you, but it does exist. You just have to be creative, and you have to go out and find it sometimes. And you know what? Kudos to Cisco for doing that. You know that? That's what I say. I mean, to have that environment and to those people that you just talked about, that is awesome. I know that the CEO of Cisco has a disability, and I know he's talked about that before, and it's amazing that when a person lives it, 
regardless of what the disability is, which in this case uh, is a learning disability, it's amazing how that impacts the rest of the organization. It all starts at the top. There's no question about it. It all starts at the top. How about at your organization? What's it like to work there, Jenna, at One Economy? You know, One Economy is a very open company. People are very supportive. They're very compassionate, and they're very dedicated to helping people. It's there's, you know, I'd have to say that, you know, disability is uh, is top of mind for One Economy in everything that we do, from our, you know, digital connector program to, you know, our online web property and making sure that everything is accessible within the online realm for people. You know, I mean, I think I think One Economy is setting a great example of how you build an, a diverse and inclusive environment, you know, on a global scale. Which is so great, isn't it, to work in an environment like that? It is. It's so great. It to... And there are so many people that if, you know, there are working moms in the company who, you know, if they need to be with their child because their child is sick or their child has a disability, you know, they can work from home. There's a lot of flexibility, and, 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 you know, I think when you work for a company like that, there's no way to, it just bolsters your spirit when you're a disability advocate and you're working for a company that is, is putting that into action. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it, that whole, the whole spirit uh, changes when there's a good spirit in an organization, a spirit of giving back, and a spirit of including everyone, and leadership that serves, it is amazing the impact that it has on productivity in the organization. Now, when did you join this company, Jenna? You know, actually, I joined about six months ago. Um, mm-hmm. Previous, Prior to that, I was consulting for Cisco and uh, working with Epilepsy.com and other health organizations. So um, still sort of new I want to um, but, you know, we're, we're doing great work, so it's very exciting. That's good. And so you all know, I met Jenna when she was with Epilepsy.com, um, and I was so impressed with her passion uh, that, you know, I wanted to keep in touch with her. Another good example for all of you listening to the show, keep in touch with people. You never know what can happen. You never know how they can help you. But this is something people with disabilities need to work on. They need to work on understanding networking and the power of networking. You know, without a relationship with people, it's very hard to move anywhere or do anything because you never know what's going to happen a few months from now, a year from now, ten years from now. But it helps so much when you have that strong business network. When you agree with that, Jenna? I would completely agree with that. And, you know, you never know. So people tend to think that I know people with disabilities can sometimes struggle with self-esteem issues and, and they don't really know their value. They don't really know how unique and wonderful they are. And so they tend to minimize their impact on other people. But you'd be surprised how much people remember you. So don't ever think that you're less than or that you don't matter and that those relationships that you're building really don't, you know, really won't help you in the long run because they will and you are important. And you are, and that is such great advice because it's all about how you think about yourself. Remember, attitude is a choice. Every day when you get up, attitude 
is a choice. You make the decision. You make that decision every day. And with that, we're going to go to break for a minute. We'll be right back after break with Jenna Martin, Western Bureau Director of Media Services for One Economy Corporation. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. I'm Garcelle Beauvais-Nylon. When I played a DA on NYPD Blue, I got all the facts before trying a case. Yet many don't know the facts about epilepsy. There are two and a half million Americans with the condition and one in ten Americans will have a seizure in their lifetime. People with epilepsy want to lead normal lives, but too many of us don't know what epilepsy is or what to do if someone has a seizure. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org or call 1-800-332-1000. Are you ready to take it to the next level, both personally and professionally? If your answer is yes, you owe it to yourself to spend an hour with America's coach, Dan Lear, and the road to success. Broadcasting live every Thursday afternoon at 1 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. Dan shares proven success strategies that will take you from where you are now to where you want to go. Your road to success begins with America's coach, Dan Lear, on the Voice America Business Channel. Over there, over there's the water. Whoosh, whoosh. And look at all this stuff I'm standing on. It's called sand, and it's everywhere. This woman may sound silly to you and me. It's made up of little tiny pieces of rocks. Teeny little pieces of rocks. But to her two-year-old son exploring the world around him, (laughs) she makes perfect sense. How does it feel when you touch the sand? Is it warm? Uh Uh-huh. It's hard to hold in your hand, isn't it? Mm Mm-hmm. Learning starts long before school does, and children are naturally curious. They want to learn, so follow their lead. Take simple, everyday moments, like sorting laundry or playing on the beach, and turn them into learning moments. Is this water? No. Very good. This is sand. Oh, (laughs) no, no, it's not food. It's sand. We don't eat sand. (laughs) Turn everyday moments into learning moments. Find out how at BornLearning.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. And welcome back to the show. If you just joined us, we have as our guest today Jenna Martin, Western Bureau Director of Media Services for One Economy Corporation. And we are talking about how we need to use technology across the world to help people with disabilities have freedom, freedom through quality of life and employment. Jenna, could you explain how at One Economy you could help 
take that technology to people who are in poverty or disadvantaged. Sure. You know, something that I wanted to mention earlier is we actually work with people across the board in various cultures, including uh, we're getting involved in, uh, in the Indian reservation population. And I wanted to bring that up because I think that's a key, uh, a key milestone for one economy. Um, you know, so many people don't realize that Native, what we call Native Americans, but they actually call themselves Indians, are, you know, their own nation. And, you know, I think it's helping us learn how to, to work with people of varying cultures and backgrounds and to give them what they need, not what we think they need. Um, and so I'd have to say that, you know, that's one way we're doing it is that we're going into communities with an open mind. You know, we're asking them, you know, what are the problems that you're facing? You know, what are some of the key issues? And every community, although we all have very common uh, problems, you know, money, health, there are some very significant things that are maybe more prevalent, let's say, in D.C. than they are in San Francisco. And so our approach at One Economy is to really tailor our approach to the individual and to the individual community. So I just wanted to bring that up because I think that's a key element to what we do. And when we bring technology, we're not just dropping it off. We're not just saying, okay, here's the computer or here's the website or here's our digital connector program and then we just take off. You know, we're building relationships and foundations with communities across the country and around the world. And I think that that's something that, you know, I don't know a lot of companies that can say that and that are making such a huge impact and really helping people engage in the economic mainstream and, and really are dedicated to bridging the digital divide. Right. And you know what? I'm really glad you brought up the, uh, the Indian nations. I'm really glad you brought that up because this is a group that is so often left out. And I have to tell you, we all know they have an extremely high unemployment rate to begin with, but when you add the disability community, it is sky high. So I'm really glad that you're doing that, and I'm glad that, as you said, when you go in there, you're educating people, but that just shows what a good job you're doing for the nation to be receptive to you. I, you know, I hope so. I hope we are. I, I know that that's certainly our intention, and, um, you know, I think I think the key to succeeding in any community, whether it's Indian tribe or, you know, uh, Spanish-speaking or any culture that you go into, is not thinking you know what's best for them. You know, you really have to listen. You really have to be present and mindful and open. And I think that's the key for, for anyone going, especially working with people with disabilities. You know, if people don't understand the magnitude of what it's like to live with a disability, of, of how much it affects every single aspect from getting out of bed to taking a shower to just leaving the house. So I think that's really the key ingredient to one economy success. Yeah, I agree with you 100%, especially the part on not you being the one that makes the decision, but, you know, asking, looking, listening, because, listen, we're all different. We all have different needs, and we're all at different levels, and we're all at different levels in our training and education as to what's going on. 
Jenna, one thing I did want to talk about a little bit uh, in reference to looking for a job and employment, do you think people with disabilities understand that today to apply for any position at a major company or a government agency that you need to use technology? And is this something that your organization helps in? Yeah, so that's a great question. So I think the the general answer is yes with an exclamation point. I think so many people are aware that they need to get online to apply for jobs now, that they need to, you know, look for jobs, doing an online search that, you know, it used to be you just opened a newspaper or you went to a local employment agency. And while those are still tools, those aren't the main vehicles for finding jobs now. And I, and I know firsthand that people understand that because I've talked to residents. I've talked to people with disabilities especially who get it. They totally get it. And, um, you know, with One Economy, the great thing that I think One Economy brings to the table um, is that we have tangible tools that help people get what they need in terms of employment. So we have the resume builder. We have online job training tips. You know, mm-hmm. we, we talk about networking. We have a career coach that walks you through the steps. We have an entrepreneur center where you, if you want to start your own business, here's the tool to show you how to do it. You know, you can actually create business cards using the Beehive online. So I think because we have those tools, it, we're not just saying, here you go, here's the information, good luck, we hope you find a job. We're actually giving you the tools to, to make that happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that is that is fantastic. Why I brought that up is, you know, you are not going to be able to apply for a job anywhere, any major company, unless you apply online. You are not. You you know, the day of just sending the resume, there are companies they won't accept resumes. You must apply online. That is why what Jenna's talking about is so critical. You know, even to be able to understand how to apply for a job, how to submit that resume, how to put together the resume, you know, and then how to submit the resume. This whole process is a technology process, and that is why it is so important that you understand this. That's why, Jenna, let's go over that uh, website one more time. Sure. So our main, the main corporate site is wwwone Economy, so that's oneeconomy.com. And if you want to learn how to actually build your own resume or create a business card or just find a job, you can actually go to the beehive.org. Yes, so remember. P-H- go ahead. P H E B E E H I V E.org. Okay, let's repeat that one more time. Go ahead. It's thebeehive.org. So that's www.thebeehiv.org. All right. And I really would encourage you to do that. Remember, I have been in employment for next year will be 30 years. And when I began my career, I was in executive search. And when I began my career, keep in mind now, that was 1979, so it was before the PC. So for even years after that, for many, many long time years after that, people sent in resumes. You sent resumes when you were looking for a job, and of course our whole world changed when they went to everything being through the company's website. 
And it really bothers me thinking there are people in poverty or in disadvantaged areas that don't even have access to the technology to submit a resume because they don't even have a resume. So that's why I encourage you to listen to what Jenna said. Uh, Go to a one-stop. Go to your church or synagogue. Ask them if they have a place for you to go. You know, go to the library. You can go somewhere and get this done for free. But you've got to learn that to make it today, you have to be able to use technology, even in jobs. By the way, you know, when you say this to people, they think you mean computers like computer programming. I don't care if you're a cashier uh, at a retail store or a mechanic. You're going to use technology. You're going to use a computer. You can be the executive assistant or secretary for someone. You're going to use technology. So you can't get around it. It is the way it is. And if you want to have a successful life and be free in this country, you're going to have to learn how to use technology across the board. And as you know, Jenna, with technology today and assistive technology, it equals the playing field. It does. And something I wanted to add to that, Joyce, is, you know, technology is fun. Sometimes people have this kind of, they're overwhelmed by it, they think it's too hard or They're not really sure what it means. And I just want to say to our listeners, technology is so much fun. There's so much you can do once you can get over that fear and that hurdle of of thinking that maybe you can't do it. Because once you open your mind and you actually try it, you're going to start making your own videos. You can, you know, you're going to become a YouTube downloader. You know, there's so many great things that you can do online that are fun. It's not just for work. So if you can try to bring that into, bring the fun element to the work element, I think that would be a good combination. Yeah, I think that is such great advice, Jenna, because so many people, as soon as you say technology, they think you mean I have to be an IT professional. I have to be able to do computer programming. And that's not what we're talking about. You can learn to do this. You must learn to do this. It's not hard. And once you learn it, as Jenna said, you'll love it. Don't you agree with me, Jenna? I completely agree with you. All right. Well, listen, we're going to go to break before we close the show. But remember what I tell you on every show. Don't wait. Don't wait. No more waiting. You've got to go out. Make it happen. You can do it. You've got to go out and make it happen. You are listening to Joyce Bender talking to Jenna Martin from Western Bureau Director of Media Services for One Economy Corporation. We're going to get a break, but we'll be back to close the show on Disability Matters at VoiceAmerica.com. We'll be right back with Jenna. the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787, and ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. I'm Garcelle Beauvais-Nylon. When I played a DA on NYPD Blue, I got all the facts before trying a case. Yet many don't know the facts about epilepsy. 
There are two and a half million Americans with the condition, and one in ten Americans will have a seizure in their lifetime. People with epilepsy want to lead normal lives, but too many of us don't know what epilepsy is or what to do if someone has a seizure. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org or call 1-800-332-1000. Albert Einstein once said, nothing happens until something moves. Will your movement towards realizing a dream, making a long-lasting change to your life, or simply putting a daily smile on your face is just a click away. Tune into Maximizing Life with Scott Chesney and free your mind, open your heart, and ignite action in your life. Host and commander in change, empowerment coach, and international speaker, Scott Chesney shares his insights to making the most out of your daily lives. Scott interviews people who are maximizing their lives, the most recognizable transformationalists, and leaders around the world, as well as those hometown heroes that move, touch, and inspire the best in all of us. Stay tuned into Maximizing Life for Scott's one-on-one coaching with callers. Maximizing Life with Scott Chesney broadcast each Monday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Maximizing Life with Scott Chesney, inspiring you to live life with passion, purpose, and limitless potential. In the great scheme of things, a minute isn't all that much unless you happen to have a stroke. All of a sudden, those minutes count. Minutes that could mean losing your ability to talk, move, or walk. Which is why, if you can get help in time, your stroke can be treated. The warning signs of a stroke include sudden numbness or weakness of the face. If you experience this, call 911 immediately. Visit strokeassociation.org or call 1-888-4-STROKE today. A public service announcement from the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. VoiceAmerica.com If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. And welcome back. This is Joyce Bender with Jenna Martin from One Economy Corporation. Hey, if you just joined us right now and you missed the rest of the show, you have to go back. And listen to this show when it is archived at voiceamerica.com and benderconsult.com so you can talk to your friends about learning how to use technology to find employment and quality of life. So don't forget about that. Hey, Jenna, one thing I did forget to ask you is at One Economy Corporation, how do you receive your funding? So we actually receive our funding from corporations, foundations, and individuals. We are a nonprofit organization. Um, and if you're interested in donating, if anyone's interested or has the resources to donate or want to get involved in some way, you can go to our online website, which is www.org. One dash economy dot com. That's O N E dash economy dot com. Okay, how about if, in case you're listening or you have been listening and you want to make a donation, always remember no donation is too small. So if you want to make a donation to One Economy Corporation, take time to do it. Every little bit helps. What's that website again? It's www.one-economy.com. All right. Well, Jenna, while you are with One Economy Corporation, 
What, in your mind, what are your goals? What do you hope to achieve? You know, I want to continue being an advocate for people who are still learning how to be their own voice and and to be the change that they seek. I would like to continue to help people who are struggling with disabilities and people just struggling with poverty to enter the economic mainstream and to and to find, you know, the education and the access and the tools that they need to live their best lives. That's my goal. I think that, you know, I think we're in a good place. I think that people are understand throughout the country that technology is not it, it's not a luxury anymore, it's a necessity. And people with disabilities more than ever need to learn how to, you know, use technology, how to get excited about it, and and how to leverage it to build their lives. Yeah, and that is so true. And by the way, Jenna, that just shows what a good person you are by that goal that you have. So you will be an asset to this company. They're lucky to have you at One Economy Corporation. Which I have to tell you, Jenna, the next two questions I'm going to ask you, I have asked every guest over the past four years, everyone that's ever been on the show, I have asked these two questions too. And this next one, I always think this is the really hard question that I've asked everyone, and the question is, uh, in your life, at this point in your life, what would you say is your proudest accomplishment? You know, I I have to agree with you. That's a really tough question, and I think I'd like to address it in staying on course with the disability work that I've done. I, I'd have to say, you know, one of my biggest accomplishments was when I was a reporter. I was in a small town. One of when I was a reporter for one paper, I was in a small town in Colorado, and you know, I remember I was sitting at a town council meeting. And they were voting on different initiatives. And one of the things they voted on was this local van transportation that brought people to and from, you know, the ski resorts. And I remember I raised my hand and I said, are those vehicles ADA compliant? And they said no. And then everyone said, all in favor, you know, say aye to pass the motion to have these vehicles not be ADA compliant and still, you know, go throughout the towns of, of the mountain towns in Colorado. And um, through my advocacy and because I kind of blew the whistle, um, I was able to get all vehicles in Summit County to be ADA compliant. And that was a huge accomplishment, and it was just such a great feeling to know that, you know, I knew now that people who were seniors, people who had, you know, any kind of disability were able to go and enjoy the mountains like everybody else. Oh, that was, that was awesome. Yeah, that. what was your reaction from that? And there was a lot of backlash from um, just from the government, obviously, from the local government, but the residents were, were so happy, and people came out of the woodworks, mothers, you know, mothers of children with disabilities, um, you know, senior citizens living in the area. You know, I got such an outpouring of support from people, and it was just, like, I actually wound up getting a thank you note from the mayor, um, and it was just such a huge sense of 
of accomplishment. It, but not because it was some kind of, you know, stroking my ego thing, but because it was real, because I really made a difference. Oh, that is it. There is no price tag that you can put on that feeling, is there? No. Yeah, that no. is the same feeling that I get every time I find employment for a person with a disability. I always say, seeing their life change, seeing that person free, seeing them being able to do what everyone else in this country does, which is live a life of freedom. There is no price tag that you can put on that, none. And so I know what you mean, and uh, kudos to you for what you did also. So, Jenna, um, what message would you like to leave with our listeners today? I would like our listeners to know that they're not alone. And I know that sometimes when you're living with a disability, you tend to think you're the only one because it's such a profound, it's such a profound experience and it can be so lonely in some ways. But I want people to know that they're not alone, that disability comes in many different forms from migraines and epilepsy to, you know, uh, seizures to, you know, uh, people with visual impairment, people with hearing impairments. I mean, it, scan- it spans across so many different dimensions. And, you know, it could be your coworker. It could be, you know, someone you knew from childhood. It affects everybody. Whether or not you're the person with a disability, if you are alive in this world and you're walking among, among us, you're affected by disability. This is not something that you know, we can escape them, and it's something that we just need to be uh, aware of and something that people with disabilities need to understand that, you know, it's not just them, that they're impacting other people just by being in the world and that that's a good thing. And that I think we need to continue to raise awareness around this and that our listeners need to know that, you know, they can be the change that they seek and they can do it and there are resources out there for them and they're not alone. How true that is. How true that is. And I hope you're listening to Jenna because that's so true what she said. You know that we end every show with a quote from a famous civil rights leader or congressman or senator or president, someone that has impacted the lives of people with disabilities. So appropriate today that the quote would be from our famous Major Owens who said, Technology tools such as laptops are the kind of help that we need. A program that provides laptops for all youngsters would close a gap that most of us are not aware of or will not admit to, which is one thing, a tremendous gap in the poor communities. How true that is. Jenna, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. We loved having you. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. See you next week. Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time for another installment of Disability Matters right here on the Internet Leader and Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com.